It's the same old tune, fiddle and guitar. Where do we take it from here? Rhinestone suits and new shiny cars. It's been the same way for years. We need to change. Hello and welcome to Moving On Podcast Weather with Meteorologist Kurt Haynes of Bam Weather. Kirk, we had a little bit of a strong storm come through my neck of the woods last night. What's the rest of the country look like? Yeah, so we still have that, kind of that same burst that went through you guys. It's still kind of lingering across the central plains. It's just going to be kind of hanging out there for a little bit before it kind of dies off. But I think, you know, around your neck of the woods, I don't think we're done with those strong storms. I think it could be a couple more rounds uh, today and tonight. Still something to keep an eye out. You know, I want to make sure to guys definitely watch the radar out your way through tonight for sure but still seeing a little bit of a cooling trend kind of over the next seven to ten days or so but i still don't think we're completely done with that warmth i'm I'm kind of looking at maybe late july early august something to kind of keep an eye out for sure yeah what's the uh like west texas look like right now i mean i know they've had like a record where they haven't had rainfall and like i can't remember how like that is but how's that look (laughs) Not good. Not good at all. Um, basically underneath the center of that ridge, I mean, easily hundreds, no rain. Mm-hmm. It's If I had a worst-case scenario, it would be Texas, unfortunately, for any kind of rain or relief from temperatures. So bad news. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but unfortunately, that's the reality down there. Yep. What do you see happen down in South America right now? So South America down there, it just all depends on – a lot of their weather depends on the state of the Enzo, you know, El Nino or La Nina. Um, research kind of does show that maybe if we're in a little bit more of an El Nino, could see some drier risks for central Brazil, maybe some wetter risks in Argentina. So something to definitely keep an eye on as we kind of get to the fall. Right on. Right on. So uh, if you guys want to get a little more information about BAM weather and uh, get a little more feel for what you all doing, how would they do that? Yeah, just go onto our website, bamwx.com slash contact us. Got some samples on there. Uh, you, can, you can get a hold of us. We can kind of fulfill your needs, or you can get a hold of us on Twitter, bamwx.com. Uh, we'd love to message with you and, and take kind of take care of you. Right on, man. Well, uh, Kirk, appreciate you being on, and I uh, look forward to tomorrow. Until then, have a good night. I appreciate it, Casey. All right, thanks, buddy. Goodbye. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast after the bell with Chip Mellinger. Chip, man, looks like yesterday's report was pretty favorable to the markets. Yeah, crop conditions, um, seasonally they usually go down starting in July and August, um, and the market expected them to go down, they, about 1% each in corn and beans. We actually saw a 3% drop in good to excellent in corn, 2% in beans. Um, so uh, on top of that, there were some rains around that were in the forecast uh, really all weekend and yesterday. Really good chances, um, and those ended up being uh, well below what was advertised on Friday. So there were some areas, don't get me wrong, there were some rains around and good rains, uh, but there were big areas um, out there that so far have missed rain, and uh, pretty critical time frame here. We're way past pollination, um, grain fill stage on a lot of this corn, and uh, it, it needs rain on a lot of acres. Uh, parts of Indiana, parts of Illinois, parts of Kentucky, uh, parts of Missouri. Uh, there's even dry pockets in Iowa. Um, on top of that, the northern parts uh, of Iowa, southern Minnesota, parts of South Dakota, um, going to get three to six inches of rain. I, I should say two to three, not three to six, two to three. Um, they've been getting those six-inch rains all along. They don't really need rain at this point, um, or certainly that not that much. So, 
you know, all kind of went. We were oversold to begin with. It just seemed like forever it was depressing talking about trade issues every day. Um, but finally, the market for the time being is a little bit refocused on, hey, regardless of uh, this trade war, we got to raise a crop here. We kind of forgot about that. we got a crop growing and uh, needs rain, and there's areas, big chunks that aren't getting it. So uh, add a little bit of risk premium. I had a nice day, uh, four and a half in corn, up about nine and a quarter uh, in beans. Wheat had a good day, up about nine and a quarter in Chicago, about uh, I think six and a quarter, six and a half in Kansas City. So overall, a good day. It'd be nice to see some follow-through. Uh, to the upside, particularly this, uh, you know, going into the close Thursday and Friday to have a nice, a nice strong week. Uh, it's been a long time since we've had a, a higher weekly close, uh, particularly in beans, and uh, be nice to see even if it's uh, temporary here. So weather's back uh, in the forefront. Obviously, trade issues. I think that there's starting to be a lot of optimism that we're at least going to see uh, some negotiations start by the end of August. So. Um, Hopefully, we'll see some news in, in that direction. And uh, it's finally good to see some green on the board. Uh, it's been a long, long time since we've talked about that. Yep. Okay, so let's continue on with the with the dry weather and stuff that we're talking about here. Looks like there's some wheat or some wheat. Wow. There's some uh, uh, drier, warmer weather out uh, a couple weeks out, it looks like. Um, yeah. How, how, what's the effect that could you see on the market from that? Yeah, so that's out there, right? Right now, the market, um, these weather models have been so erratic the last two years, um, two summers in particular, that uh, much more than a week or 10 days, the market gets uh, real uncomfortable putting much stock in those extended weather models. But I would say they, they don't totally disregard it. And although the next few days are going to be cooler than it has been, it's still fairly warm. You know, it's up in the 80s. Um, the, the overnight lows are still you know, on the high side. Um, and then two weeks out, we're supposed to maybe see this thing trend back warmer, drier again. So, I mean, we're at a critical time frame on corn. Um, we need rain in, in a lot of areas. Um, back to hot conditions, especially if that lasts in the first half of, of August, you're going to start seeing yield uh, paired back, a lot of tip back, uh, you know, aborting kernels, uh, test weight issues. So it's all out there. This crop is not in the bin yet looks phenomenal in areas from the road and you're starting to hear i don't want to put this out there that this is a fact yet but you're starting to hear uh, or at least i have in a couple different areas indiana um and illinois and kentucky so three states of uh, fields that just look beautiful from the road um either have a um pollination issues or b and or b um, looks great from the road. It's it's green, but it's just been too hot, and we're starting to abort kernels uh, and see a lot of tip back. I'm talking like you know three four inches of tip back. That is bushels right off the top. That's not going to come back even if it rains. And so um, I'm not trying to talk up a bull market. I'm not trying to talk up a disastrous crop. It's still a big big crop, uh, but we may have pushed it a little too far with the expectations of how big this crop is, and especially if crop conditions keep dropping every week for the next two or three weeks. And you start hearing more and more about, yeah, it looks good, it is good, but, you know, we took took the top 20 bushels out because we just aborted three inches of, um, uh, you know, kernels uh, at the end of every cob, um, then we're likely too low. So there's still some of that adjustment. Happens every year. 
and it's, it's going to continue to be argued all the way up until the final January crop report. Uh, but the weather is still definitely a factor. And what we do not need at this point um, is hot dry for the rest of July and the first half of August, or you will work this corn yield backwards in a big way on a lot of acres. So it's still very critical. We get rainfall and, um, you know, no more of that 9,500 degree temperature stuff that uh, we've been seeing. Right well, volatility, vol, vol, wow. <laughs> volatility is a uh, never-ending saga here. So if guys want to get a hold of you and talk about their plan and what they can do to uh, decrease some of the risks they have out there, how would they do that? Yeah, best way is just, uh, just give us a call. Now is definitely the time to have that uh, front and center uh, in your attention. 309-550-7213 is our office number. Uh, we're very uh, low-pressure, uh, low-stress. Uh, love to chat with you and uh, see how maybe we can improve your plan. Right on, Chip. Well, till that tomorrow, have a uh, good evening, and we'll talk to you then. You do the same. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, Chip. Moving higher in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving higher time and time again. Through the years you'll find a seed.